to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Well, here we are back, and I guess we have a recurring theme on the show now, like missing each other by the matter of hours. <laughs> how are you, Lauren? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Javier? Yeah, actually, it was funny because we were all in these different waves uh, that so they bring us in as media journalists, and there's a couple days of crossover. So as I was having my last dinner before I departed the next morning, Carl was coming in, so we had dinner together, and then I had yeah. to leave because I had an early departure, and then you came in after no. I left. And Carl left before I came in here, so just before I came in, so like we miss each other, it, it missed each other again. But anyway, uh, uh, again, next week. Uh, next week, hopefully we'll we'll finally be together on the road. So, and the other recurring theme is EVs, good and bad news, I guess, right? <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, if you look at the reality of it, you just need to know the facts. That's all. Yeah, exactly. So let's start with the good. Because this week I went to Los Angeles uh, with Audi to drive the 2022 Audi e-tron uh, GT and uh, oh, I'm jealous. That's a great car. GT. It's an amazing car. It's as you know, based on the same platform that the Porsche Taycan uses. So it's like an amazing car to start with. And I had a chance to talk to Mark Danke, who is the director of product technology and motorsports communications and uh, from Audi and a good friend of ours. So let's listen to this interview and then we come back in the second segment with the bad news of the week. Okay. Well, Mark, uh, thank you very much for having us here. Finally, we are out on the road again and uh, not many car companies can close an airport for <laughs> car launch. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we're pretty excited to be here. A little bit of a different approach and something pretty unique at Agua Dolce. Uh, up here near Santa Clarita in the mountains, um, a private airstrip, uh, really one of a kind place to be and obviously allows us to stretch the legs a little bit on the GT. Yeah, I mean, and the, the car is amazing. We already did all the testing. We drove uh, from uh, LA to here and now all the testing here, the zero to 60 acceleration or zero to 100, I'm sorry. <laughs> but like the zero to 60 is amazing. But let's start with the basic of the car. I mean, three years ago, the e-tron debuted um, and now Audi is really pushing the electri the electrification process. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we're pretty pretty uh, excited in, in the direction of the company, the investment and the amount of focus um, placed on it. So with the e-tron GT, as well as the Q4 and Q4 Sportback by end of year, we'll have the largest electric lineup in the automotive business of an electric vehicle portfolio. And we're obviously not stopping there. There will be other derivatives. There will also be other new models. We've already talked about the Q6 uh, that we'll see in 2022, 2023 in terms of introduction in the US, and then also an A6 e-tron that will be coming at some point and there will be many more models. That, that's crazy how fast it's going, I think, because obviously like three years ago and now you have a plan for 2026 to only produce new EVs, right? Can you explain that? Because for a lot of people, it's going to be shocking, I would say. Yeah, I think uh, it, it's rather uh, simple in the sense that we will not be launching any new models that are not electric as of 2026. That still means that there's an RS6, RS7, and A4, things like that, Q5, etc. Because we know the switch can't happen overnight for many yeah. reasons. People, Some people can't go electric. 
the infrastructure may not be available to everyone and everywhere. And so we will be running parallel for some time, but new car introductions will only be electric as of 2026. And we actually also talked about how in 2033, we will likely end production of all combustion engines at that point in time. Because that's with the new mandates in Europe, I think it's 2035 and California here, they also have announced it. And I mean, it's hard to imagine. And for some people, 2035 seems to be far away, but for a car manufacturer, that's two cycles of, of new cars, right? Yeah, it's one and a half, I would say, like sort of on the button to, to put it up to a point, but it, it really does show how important it is for us from a sustainability standpoint to go electric. And I think everyone that really gets to experience an electric car as you have today, uh, the performance that you get, the quiet and calm that you get when you want it that way and yeah. to drive calmly, I think the combination of all those things will ensure that people will eventually to choose to go that route anyway. It is a better solution. The, um, the other part is that I think a lot of people just continue to overlook is uh, you just wake up every morning with a full charge. Yeah. You know, you just recharge overnight and every day it's like, it's like starting with a full tank of gas so to speak, <laughs> every morning. Without going to the gas without station. Without going to the gas station. I have a, I have a neighbor who, uh, whose wife, I think in the wedding vows, <laughs> made him promise that she will never go to the gas station, that he will be in charge of that and taking the garbage out. She will never do that. So they just got an electric car with a Volkswagen Group family and an ID4. And uh, she still wouldn't. <laughs> she still wouldn't do it. Well, that's that's a that's a good one. That's a little push, but anyway, it's super convenient because if you charge your phone, basically, it's the same thing, right? But the infrastructure, as you said, for some people, is still very. I mean, there's a lot of unknown, but like I, I think, once you start using it and you once you start knowing where to charge. If you're lucky enough to have a two-level charge at home, which that's another issue because it can be a couple thousands, depend a couple of thousand dollars to install one. But even with a 110 charge overnight, you get enough, right? Yeah, the 110 with a level two charger, you do. Uh, yeah. 110 like off the off the regular plug, you don't. That's not going to do you. Yeah, no, 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 no. But the too much, but, ba too much battery. But what it is is, look, we we we're we have to start somewhere. And we are starting from an Audi perspective. We are, we're obviously a luxury brand. We're uh, opening up the luxury space with the Q4 on the entry price, be a $40,000-ish car after tax breaks. Um, with $40,000 as an electric car, that's something that a lot of people will choose to go yeah. into as their first luxury electric, potentially. And uh, we're excited about that, one. Two, uh, with the investment coming from the Biden administration into the electric in general, network, sustainable solutions, production, uh, production and business uh, support. Um, you know, Electrify America announced it's going to double its network in the next two years, basically. So, I mean, th it, it will change dramatically and very soon. For anyone that is currently really not able to go electric, you'll be able to pretty exactly. quickly. And there are other companies. Electrify Americans is one. ChargePoint is yep. another one. Blink, Blink Charging, which is based in Miami, actually, in my hometown. They're, like, growing fast, too. So it's going to happen, not overnight. But it's. I, I think uh, from a conversation with Blink, they say by 2025, there will be, like, 30, 13 million charge. No, no, 13. I don't remember the number. Like... 13 million maybe are needed charging stations are needed to complement to to compare to what is with the gasoline 
stations now. So that's a lot, but it's actually not as complicated to install a charging point and a gas station, right? Yeah, I think I think what we're going to see is that there will be better solutions. One, the other part that I think is also completely overlooked, and you get a sense of that with this car as well as with our e-tron, when you have the higher rates of charging available to you, yeah. and you can charge basically, this car will go from zero to eighty percent in twenty minutes uh, while you're traveling. You, that that in turn means as well, <clears throat> pardon me, most people they'll they'll go and they'll start charging when they're at forty percent. Yeah. And that will, you're basically going to just top off. You'll do 15, 20, 15 minutes of charging and you're back on the road. And it really is a really pretty quick solution. The yeah. charging speeds will increase. Ranges will increase as battery technologies continue to improve as well. But right now, already, uh, you know, driving two, three, four to five hours on one charge is it's, what is available yeah. now. And Which yeah, at that enough. point you charge. So for the two, three times, I don't go more than two trips a year, yeah. more than five hours. Uh, yeah, I'll charge them, and that's okay. And that, uh, that I think, is, is something that people have to... Like, the learning curve is it's that. I mean, using it, like getting used to know where the, the charging stations are, how long you can go. Like, let's say Miami, Orlando, which is like roughly 200 miles. In theory, you can do it in one charge. Probably most people will do it in one shot, that drive, but you can stop and, like as you say, like stop for a cup of coffee, go to the bathroom or something like that, and then uh, you'll charge and you'll be enough. Uh, uh, but people are going to learn to to plan a little bit better, maybe, right? Yeah, and I think, you know, it's not, you don't always have to charge to the point that you're full. You yeah. just charge for 10 minutes and then you're, you've already you get picked like up, the extra you've already picked up, uh, you know, 50, 60 miles, yeah. another hour, hour and a half of driving. So I, I think, I think, think people will learn all those things. The other part that I think is unique uh, also for our offering, which I think is very smart, um, is that for those times where you say either I just want to drive a different car for yeah. fun or because you're going to, let's say you're going to the Black Hills in South Dakota. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's probably not enough charging. There. I know. Yeah. And so instead you can use our silver car uh, vehicles that Service. we offer yeah. to, to rent cars seven days for free in the year. And uh, that comes with the purchase of, of the e-tron. Plus the three years with Electrify America. Plus the three years of free charging with Electrify America. So let's start. Let's, let's talk about the specific of this car. We started in LA with a range of uh, three two thirty, I think it was. Yep. Uh, like the number, the numbers change all the time because like the AC, the temperature, and everything. Yep. So I remember when we went with the original Ethron from Napa to Sacramento and then to Lake Tahoe. We had actually a charging experience. Demo. Yeah, which was amazing because it was in less than the time that we had lunch there in Sacramento, the car was fully charged again. In this case, we didn't do that, but we still have enough charge to go back. So that's pretty, pretty amazing. So very good example about 170 miles round trip. Mm -hmm. uh, well, different cars, but still more or less the range we could have done it easily. Yeah, I mean, in this case, we have it that you basically are able to drive out and, and make it back. That was not necessarily uh, for any other reason than the fact that we're here for a day. Yeah. Right? Um, but uh, in the case of the e-tron, where it was the first vehicle to come with the faster charging, we felt it was really important to demonstrate that that ability. Not only that, but to do it with, off the top of my head, 10 cars at a time I know. at one charging location. So that had never really been done before that we'd seen. So again, we could do that now, but uh, it is not something that is easily replicated everywhere exactly. because you can't necessarily show up with 10 cars and all charge at the same <laughs> yes. time in every location. 
Well, amazing car, and again, like these demonstrations here on the on the Earth trip is uh, something very different. Never done that. What before. what zero to sixty did you get? You get well. 3. They told 1? me one three point one. So you hit it. You you can't get much better than that. I, I was wondering about that because okay, maybe the weight of the person in the driving seat <laughs> takes a little bit of the speed or or adds to it. But what else can can be different? Because the car is a car. I mean, what is the, the this is the, how, what's uh, the horsepower in this one? Six hundred and yeah, I mean over six hundred torque, 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 torque alone. But I think the 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 only thing that that you can still change is uh, you can um, we could look at air pressure in the tires. We yeah. can turn off the air conditioning. We can turn off all the any other devices in the car that are pulling power. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, it's repeatable. That's the difference. Exactly. If you look at the screen from everyone that, that's there, they're oh, all hovering around 3.1. Well, well, Mark, thank you very much again. And it was nice to see you on the road. Aside from uh, social media for the past year and a half, very happy to be here. And congratulations, the cars are amazing. Fantastic. It's a pleasure. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Lauren, that was the good news about EVs this week, uh, and uh, we've seen some really bad news <laughs> too, oh, right? Oh gosh! Why Audi, Audi and Porsche are making really incredible cars, and if you told me, hey, listen, Lauren, you better buy an EV. You have to buy one. You know what I'm going to buy? Yeah, exactly. It's going to be torn between a Taycan and an Audi GT. I mean, that that's just an awesome car. Exactly. I mean, like, and that's the thing. Like, when the big companies start doing the the, the things that they always been doing well, of course, they're going to make a good uh, EV car, right? Right. Exactly. So, um, but on the sad news, it looks like the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has a recall on the Chevy Bolt. So if you've got a, an early bolt up to 2019, check with your dealer, find out if there's a problem. And if there is, don't park it inside. Park it outside. They've had some battery fires. Yeah. What about the news that the Biden administration is seeking a pledge of 40% for U.S. sales of EVs by 2030? So in I think that's a nine years. big, that's very, big <laughs> ambitious dream that won't happen. Yeah, they say they're negotiating, obviously, a lot, and I, I, there has to be, but there were mandates for the gas, uh, the cafe mandates, right? Have those have been uh, readjusted again or reinstated? Reinstated, to... yeah, but, but he's going to push it harder and wants to go 40% um, with uh, electric vehicles. Although it sounds great, you have to incentivize that. And when you do put a big incentive out, even if it's a huge incentive, the wealthy people say, we'll buy another car, sure. But the people that really can't afford to buy these vehicles are not going to be able to afford the car payment, the increased insurance rates, which are almost twice in many cases, and and then on top of that, charging. And my electric bill went up. I don't know about yours. I got my electric bill from month to month, and I, I didn't use anything more or less, and I was really shocked how much it's gone up just in the last few months. Just by use, by charging a new uh, new electric car? Uh, yeah, that was one of the things. Plus, you know, of course, you get the cameras on and everything else that you and I use. But, you know, so we really have to think about all the total costs that are involved in any vehicle, for that matter. Yeah. So this, uh, I mean, plan that the, the, the White House apparently has, and it's been uh, negotiating with uh, the manufacturers, Calls for a lot of money too, so that that can be good news if the if the government invests like a, around, uh, according to the reports, seven point five billion to 
create a national network of uh, EV chargers. That could be good because that's a new industry more uh, like around the, the cars. So that could be good. But I mean, we'll see if that happens because it has to go through the Senate, to the, the whole Congress well, and be approved. Just so remember, that's, that's not government money. That's your tax dollars. No, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, people forget no. that, you know, it's very easy for them to say, oh, yeah, the government's paying for it. But wait a minute. That's your tax dollars. Do you want it the roads, the police department, fire department, the libraries, whatever it is. There's a million places to put it. You know, yeah. where do you where do you want it to be? And where does it come from? You know, if they're not going to raise our taxes and they're going to, you know, take things away from silly um, investments and in, in things like golden toilets and two thousand dollar toilets and private airplanes. Sure. I think you should give it to the people. Yeah. So uh, another really bad news uh, is uh, the one from um, Nikolai, the truck company. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? Yes, I did. I actually been covering that on television. Nikolai is a really neat electric vehicle that is backed by a hydrogen engine. So what happens is when the battery runs out, you have an emergency backup, which is hydrogen, which what comes out the tailpipe is water. water. Hydrogen. I think it's a genius idea. So they started raising money on that, billions of dollars, until the CEO just got arrested for fraudulent uh representation of their product because they said it was powered but it was actually went down a hill when they showed it moving i mean there's lots of little silly things in there we don't know how this is going to unfold they claim they're innocent which anybody would so uh let's see what happens as this unfolds he was released from prison today he's only there for a couple hours with a hundred million dollar exactly i was going to talk about that the bail for Travel Milton is a hundred million dollars partially secured by two homes, two homes that nice. he owns in uh, Utah, apparently. Or no, I mean he's from Utah, but I don't know where these homes are particularly. They're located. in Utah. Yeah, one of them's worth thirty-six million. They said not too bad. Wow, but only two houses, and then I, I mean that's that's really really crazy. So I mean a long investigation. The Exchange Commission, Securities Exchange Commissions, is involved. Everybody mm-hmm. So that's like, that's bad news because obviously, I mean, something really wrong has happened to the people investment in the new technologies and uh, for the regular consumer it might not affect them right now, but it gives like another bad impression about what it's happening. I mean, uh, we've yeah, seen well, it. We've had that before with Fisker and Battery 123 and Solyndra and then sort of put a big old hot wet blanket on everything and just stopped it right up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that's uh, that's more or less the recap of the <laughs> there's always going to be good and bad in everything. Uh, so sure. we, we went through both uh, extremes this week. And uh, again, hopefully next week we will be together finally. Well, Carl's moving. He's year. in the midst of moving. That's why he has not joined yeah, us this week. <laughs> exactly. So but anyway, we you we I will see you next week for sure. Uh, yes, California I think Carl's again. there too. I think we're all there to drive the brand new 2022 San, Santa, Cruz. Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. I want to say Santa Fe. Oh, also, uh, the embargo lifts the same day as the Frontier. Isn't okay, that weird? Yeah, that, exactly. Uh, well, August 10th, you'll see Frontier posting and you'll see the new Santa Cruz posted both the same day from at least Javier and I. I don't know if Carl's writing or doing video. He oh, of course, yeah. Uh, and I'm also going to be posting on Monday about the Audi e-tron uh, videos and all that stuff. So busy weekend. Nice. So yes. a lot of going on. So Lauren, thank you. Thank you again for your time. And uh, we'll see you next week, finally. Well, yes, take care. 
Okay, bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at TotalCarscore.com.